Welcome to the Spurs 9501 podcast. From Kane to the lane, the final say on all things Tottenham. Here are your hosts, Steve, Ray, Cam and Jam. Welcome everybody to the Spurs 9501 um, podcast, post-game analysis. Um, this is going to be a big one. Uh, we're analysing the Liverpool game. I am Cam in Florida. Cam in Connecticut. Jam in Connecticut here. Good. Terry, introduce yourself. Oh, yeah. Terry from Vermont. Here, I got, there you go. <laughs> yep, upside down, Terry. <laughs> there we go. Okay, now we got it. There we go. The, let's turn it around. We're going to have a look at Terry's. Uh, vom, uh, there we go. Very nice. Vermont. There we Vermont. go. Spurs scarf. Beautiful. Terry is uh, the official member of the Vermont Spurs supporters group. Uh, so, welcome, Terry. Nice to have you here. What we'll quickly do is just read out the team, team because I think the team news is very interesting. And uh, um, then I'm going to look at, quickly read out the stats. I'm going to have a chat about the t- team lineup, what everyone thought. Okay, so what we started off with, Larissa in goal, good to see that. We had Emerson uh, on the right, uh, Sanchez, Dyer, Davis at the back, and Sessegnon on the left, which was, we, um, was a bit of a surprise. And the midfield is probably the biggest surprise of all. We had Ndombele, Winks and Ali, uh, Delhi. And up front, we had um, Kane and Son. And on the bench, which I thought was interesting, we had Regulon, Rodon, Losalso was on the bench, everyone. Bergwijn, Tanganga, Mora, Skip, and uh, uh, Austin. There was no Hoibio. <coughs> Let's hope he's not one of those um, non-vaccinated players that everyone's going on about. Let's hope he got vaccinated, but just sick. Um, so there was no Mahobia. Um, we can presume that that's probably one of the COVID victims at, um, of, of, of the break. So just quickly, uh, going back to the stats, interesting stats, really. Uh, Spurs, 44% of possession, Liverpool, 56 Apparently, they had 18 shots. Um, um, we had nine. Um, personally, didn't see it. We had five on, tar- on target. They had six on target. <coughs> we had more corners, six to four. <laughs> and on fouls, we were more or less equal. Um, <laughs> excuse me, 12 and 11 each. So, just to kick off, guys. Terry, what did you make of the um, <laughs> excuse me, team selection? The team selection. Well, I, I, I think like everybody, I was surprised to see Delhi in the in the starting lineup. Um, however, I think there maybe was a hint to it uh, from, from Conte earlier in the week when he said um, the circumstances um, you know, going were uh, going to give players an opportunity to show their quality one more time. And so when I heard Conte say that, I, I immediately did say to myself, hmm, I wonder if that means we'll see Delhi in the lineup. You know, and I mean, the lineup was kind of a, a a real guessing game before, you know, kickoff because because of the COVID situation. Um, yeah. I was I, if it was going to be even stranger, a starting 11, I wouldn't have been su- surprised. So I, I was yeah. I was like, OK, you know, we, you know, we, we've seen a lot of these guys starting, you know, in an 11 before. So let's let's yeah. do it. Oh, so I wasn't. I mean, yeah, I agree with you there, Jam. What was your take on the lineup? What was what's the shock? I was I was extremely surprised. I mean, I wasn't. I was expecting a change lineup, but I, I was mainly surprised because, uh, you know, most of our starting eleven, other than Hoiberg, were either on the bench. They were. They were. You know on the team today. So <clears throat> I think it's more than just the COVID thing. That there's clearly been some tactics, some something. You know, Conte is a smart man, so he he planned for this match. 
And uh, I don't, I don't know. He, he must have seen something from from Bailey and Winks because they showed it today, and they deserve their starts. So, in Conte, we trust they let, let that continue. Absolutely, I think that's a very good point there, Jeb. I mean, uh, um, it, I mean, just the first thing to say is, as you say, in Conte, we trust. I mean, that was an amazing. I mean, as soon as he put that team out, like you said, I thought, well, he's seen something. And this is an opportunity for Ndombele and Delhi to show what they're worth. But I just before we, we kick off and talk about the first half, let's just have a quick chat about um, who you thought after that performance 2-2 against Liverpool, which, let's face it, we all thought we were going to lose handsomely, right? The way that Liverpool have been playing. They've been scoring freely, four or five goals here and there. You know, we, 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 we expected a tight match, but, you know, in the bottom of our hearts, we probably thought, you know, if we get turned over, it is Liverpool at the end of the day and we are only just coming back. Well, who would you say was your man of the match, uh, um, Terry? Wow, I don't know. I mean, Winksy was incredible. I mean, I, I think he had a great game. Um, you know, he, he might be a contender. Um, if I, 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 I'll go with Winks, to be honest. I mean... Um, well, I think that, that's what I expected you to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah, no, that's that's a really tough question because there's a lot of good performances today. Another, um, you know, understated performance from from Dyer, who was has been so consistent in keeping that back line like organized, and his passing of the ball at times was just it, him to Deli Ali today was like, you know, 2015, 2016, and it was like it's beautiful to see. Um, but man of the match, oh, that's tough. I think I think I'm gonna go with Winks too. It was like. For someone that we've given so much stick to, you know, not just me and, and this and this group, just the, the full Tottenham fan base have given Winks so much, so much crap. And he's fully yeah. deserved that at times. But today was phenomenal. I haven't seen that player play before. You know, yeah. who, who was that? You know who else deserves, uh, I think, you know, a little credit and, and, and also gets a hard time was Sanchez. That guy, he had a great game. Well, I totally agree with you. So what I'm going to say is that uh, um, I think that... Uh, we're, we're not managers for a reason. Conte is one of the best managers in the world, without a doubt. And um, he knows how to get the best out of players. And that's what, 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 what I think that he's shown today. I mean, we were all sitting there, including you, Terry. We haven't seen you for a while, but we all had the same list of players to go. At the top of that list was Ben Davis, Harry, uh, Harry Winks, uh, Sanchez. We will talk about the others later but particularly those three. And those three have become rock solid. It's interesting how nobody's sitting here um, talking about Davis. Even though I thought Davis was at fault for the first goal, he should have cleared the ball. Um, he didn't. And uh, um, and, and then they, they, they got the chance. So, um, But he was, he's been rock solid. But Winks, I mean, is probably the most transformed player along with Dyer under this uh, new system of, um, of Conte's as he likes to call him Winky, but he was incredible. I mean, he was like the, um, the, the Tottenham Perlo, as I would like to say. I mean, he yeah, definitely was. He, uh, or the old uh, uh, um, uh, Roy Keane. I mean, he, he intercepted, he broke up play, and his forward passing was um, sublime at times. I mean, long may it continue. Can it continue? I mean, that's going to be the key question, isn't it? I think... I think part of his, um, his his forward play really worked because of Liverpool's tactics and their attacking ways, and it was it gave gave him room to to spread it out. Also, I mean, Son's Son wasn't great today, but his running was his position. He was dragging their defenders everywhere, and I think you know not having Van Dijk on the team definitely made their organization a little a little not not yeah. as 
as organized well, as they would like to be. We, but we, we didn't have Hoybien, we didn't have Romero, yeah, we didn't. so you know we didn't. I would have loved to have Romero in that team today. That would have I feel like it would have made a big difference. Um, but it was a good performance. It was a, it was a top team performance. Terry? I think what really impressed me with Winks, um, his his defensive ability. I mean, he's I think always a good tackler. Today he was able to make those tackles and transition us on the offense quickly. And he was so quick to see the channels, you know, and he just really, he, he was seeing those, those long balls. Like you said, Sonny was making those runs, creating space. And he was, he was seeing those runs from Sonny and, and, and Harry and, um, you know, and, and Delhi and, and uh, I think maybe once and the belly made a run too. And he was just so quick to, to get the ball off his foot and, and into the attacking lanes. I mean, it, it really made a difference for us. Good. And I mean, I think the other player that I really want to talk about before we get into the details of the match um, was actually Sessegnon. I was actually quite worried when uh, uh, um, Regulon came on for Sessegnon. I actually panicked because they're going to make a mistake and they might get back in it. But I thought of one of the, one of the players that I've given a very hard time to in the past <clears throat> who hasn't lived up to his potential, definitely Sessegnon, but the last two or three times I've seen him, would you say that he's, um, he's, he's ahead of Regulon now, Jam? I, um, I like his physicality, I like how he's, he's clearly someone who's played in the Premier League before and knows you know, the English game well. So yeah. he's also much, he looks bigger and stronger than, than Regulon, so you know, he, gets, he gets stuck in there. He's not afraid of a tackle. Um, so I think he brings that in terms of difference. I think they're similar in terms of their playing style. They're both a little better attacking-wise. I think Sassignon's probably a better dribbler than Regulon. But I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm happy to have both of them. I, w- I don't know who's better at the moment. I think time will tell still. I'm not, I'm not Terry, sure. What's, sorry, go on. What's your view on this, Terry? Well, How did you um, think he did first? How do you think well, Sassignon's so, He impressed me today. I, 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 th- I thought he was great. I was I was uh, a little nervous, you know, just because yeah. he doesn't get a lot of starts. He, you know, he, he's still really young. Um, nothing against him, but um, I thought he was very disciplined in his defensive uh, positioning. Uh, I, I think um, he, he uh, you know, he he had to contend with with Mo Salah a lot of the time, and um, he held his position. We had a bank of five a, mm-hmm. a lot of times when we were uh, defending. And his position there on that outside, you know, flank uh, defending, I thought was really excellent. It gave us width in our defense mm-hmm. and uh, he held his own and he, you know, didn't make a lot of bad mistakes with the ball. A lot of times he was conservative and just cleared it out. I thought that was fine. Um, and, you know, he, he did get forward. Um, I don't, I'm not going to put him ahead of Reguilon right not right now, not yet. Yeah. Um, he's he's got to he's got to play like that two three more times in a row, uh, you know. I, I think to to earn a winning spot, um, and and I I do think Reggie's a little bit better at getting the ball into the box when when he gets all the way down in the offensive you know third. But personally, I would put him. But my view is I would like to see him ahead of Regulon going forward at least for now. Um, uh, I was actually quite nervous when Regulon came on because he he's defensively what we didn't want them was to nick it in the last second. I mean. You know, you really like it or not. Salah had one of the quietest games I've ever seen him have. But he takes just one chance, doesn't it? Which then moves on to, um, we're going to talk about the game, of course. But we'll, we'll talk about who you didn't like later on. But um, I want to talk, let's talk about the first half. 
I mean, um, the intensity and the way that we played the game, we let them have the ball quite a bit early on. Uh, we sat back, but they didn't really look like they were doing much with it. Um, Jam, what did you? What was your take on the first half? What did you really like the way that he structured the game? How we how we went about it? I was uh, happy to get a, a goal within the first, you know, fifteen minutes. That was really nice. And Dombele getting the assist. I don't think he did. I don't think he played badly in Dombele today, but I don't think he did. He could have done more. Um, but it, uh, as far as the team tactics it was it was it was great to see like we were prepared we knew Liverpool were going to come and try to play football and give us a lot of room behind their defenders and we exploited that every single time long balls over the top um the the, the fast runs from from Delhi and, and and Son and it was it was excellent it was excellent I, I loved seeing it I loved seeing how aggressive we can play while playing a defensive tactic you know yeah. counter-attacking football is is all about defense because otherwise yeah. they're just going to score and um yeah. Man, yeah. Conte has transformed the team in what, six weeks. It's been it's mind blowing that these are the same players that 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 Jose Mourinho had to work with. Uh, completely, Terry. What did you? What, I would. I mean, you know, here we go. We've been off for two weeks. We come in. We got Liverpool. You know, we're expecting to be overrun. I mean, they've been scoring freely. You know, score, scoring for fun. And uh, then you know, we see this performance in the first half. What's your? What, what do you think? Well, uh, I think it was one of the. Uh, the NBC commentators was, was uh, talking about the fact that, you know, we, we hadn't played in two weeks and our level of intensity was going to be an important factor in, in, right from the, right yes. from the beginning of the game. And um, I, I, I thought that was an interesting point to make. Um, I, I, and, and our intensity was up, you know? So when I saw that, I thought, okay, that's a relief. You know, we looked eager to, to, to play and to win and to, you know, to win the game. Um, and, um, that was important, I thought. Um, and then, you know, but the missed chances, um, I, I think really kind of, um, uh, is, is the big, not, big not just a, yeah, and that might have been, I'm, I'm going to say what I'm going to say, this is, this is how I like to put it, you know, yes. being this quarter that I am is say, okay, that's what the two weeks off, um, how, how the two weeks off hurt us, you know, and, and our ability to, to be clinical in front of the goal, you know, just, just losing out on that rhythm and that regular playing, you know, cause our intensity was there, but you know, when we get those kind of chances, you got to put them in, especially against Liverpool. Yeah. I mean, I'm just very, very well said. I'm going to talk about those chances. I couldn't believe how many chances we had. Um, it's so hard to actually try and quantify it. Um, I mean, the ones that spring to mind for me are uh, um, Kane's miss, um, uh, Son's miss, and Delhi's bit. And I'm just talking about the first half here. <laughs> I mean, Son had a ball that came pinging into him. Yes, it pinged into him, but you'd have thought Power with his quick feet and a way like that would at least maybe get it on target. On target, that was a goal. Um, Delhi's, I don't know how. All right, he did get a hand to it. That was a good he save. He did get a hand to it. But, you know, wow. I mean, how he missed that. And then uh, um, the, the pass that Delhi did to Kane, where it was on basically almost an empty oh, net. Man. And uh, he let, yeah, allowed him squared. to just, Squared, squared it, but he bob, bobbled it towards the yeah. goal. And if he hit it properly, that would have been in. You know, if that had been Deli Ali had been playing, I'm sorry. Go. Uh, saying if Deli Ali had been playing the last few few weeks and had this kind of you know confidence going into this match, he would have taken a shot himself instead of playing yeah. across the cane. So yeah. it's good to have him back. I think think with every with every match, there's going to be negatives and positives. And I wish we could have scored them, but we didn't. So I'm still happy yeah. with the point against Liverpool. Terry, Terry, what were you going to say on that? Basically, I was just going to agree with you, Jim. And, and, and you know, uh, I think 
had we been playing more, had been Delhi, you know, Delhi Alley been been playing more <laughs> in general, um, he 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 would have taken that on his own maybe. Or when when it got crossed to Kane, I think Kane should have just put his foot through it. Like he, oh, it looked yeah. like he tried to tried to dink it over the keeper it, or something. Smashed it. No, the old Kane would have smashed it. The old Kane would have smashed it right in. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think yeah. the decision for Delhi not to shoot perhaps was uh, because he's got Kane coming in. Yeah, because he's got Kane coming in, but but he's lacking the confidence because he hasn't been playing a lot. He's been scoring a lot, and um, you know. Harry Kane hasn't really been in form either, and and the old Kane I think would have just smashed it right, 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 right through the keeper. Yeah. Well, I mean, good points there. So, and, and then suddenly we go and concede a goal. Jem, do, do you want to talk us through that goal? Liverpool. Well, let's talk about the Spurs goal first. What, what I mean, you want to talk us through the Spurs goal? So I only saw the Spurs highlights. Goal. I didn't see the full build-up play. Um, well, but talk I mean, us through was... the Liverpool goal. I'm trying to remember why they scored that first goal. Um, who scored it? It was Jota. Jota, the header. Get the first goal with that yeah. header. So that basically, really nice I'll header. talk you through the first goal. I mean, my view was the ball came in. There were five of us there. Get to Davis. Davis tried to pass it rather than kick it out of the area. Went to a Liverpool player. Cross came in, I think, from was it Robertson? And pinged right onto Jota's header. It was unstoppable header that went right into the corner. I, I think we had chances to clear it. There was a couple of errors there. I would have thought that we would have, you know, with all the chances we had, it was pretty disappointing. Terry? Yeah, I mean, I I would have liked to have seen um, tighter marking, you know, when Jota was making his run in, you know. Because I I think it was was Davies that that challenged for the header. And and, um, I I think he positionally could have been on on, – could have been tracking him tighter and then read the pass better. I would like to yes. see that. I mean, but it wasn't, we didn't give up a soft goal. You got to say that. I mean, it was a, it was a really good no, header. It was. It was really good header. I mean, you know, we face it. Liverpool are going to get chances and that's going to happen. Jam. I think that there yeah. was, it was a Sanchez error in my opinion, because he was dragging everyone out. He was all over there, like up on the right yeah. wing. Yeah. He, yeah. he tried yeah. to run back from the right wing back into the box and then stood right in front of Jota as he was getting there for the header, which, yeah. you know, he, dra- he, brought, he brought Dyer out to the right where Dyer should have been the person marking, marking Jota in the middle. And it was, it was unfortunate. I don't think a player like Romero would have been so out of position to drag everyone else around. So, I mean, this is one of Sanchez's flaws. You say he played well today and he did, but I mean, I saw a few mistakes from him just through lack of concentration. I saw some excellent tackles from him too. In that first half, he came in and made a, an exceptional crunching tackle right right as someone was about to shoot. Did, and, yes. um, so, you know, you take the good with the bad, as I said, but I, I would say Sanchez is still not our... our yeah. He's a good backup centre-back. So, um, uh, the controversy in the first half then, was uh, was it a sending off? Should Harry Kane have got a red card, Terry? Well, when I first... Saw it. I thought, nah, that's, you know, okay, yellow card maybe. <clears throat> and then the replay two or three times in a row, seeing it, I thought maybe we got lucky and and, and probably, you know. Deserve a bit lack, of luck, don't we? A little bit of luck there maybe. Yeah, yeah, you know. But, <clears throat> you know, to beat a team like Liverpool, I think you need a little luck, you know, um, sometimes. Um, and, yes. you know, you're going to have it in the game anyways, no matter what, you know, even if you're – Luck's part of the game, you know, and so, so yeah, maybe we got lucky there, um, you know, but like that was one that you could see kind of going either, either way, way, I thought, but the Robertson one, I, I mean, I, I think that's a red card every day of the week, 
Right. Jam, you agree? Yeah, absolutely agree with, with everything Terry said. I think what was most telling <laughs> is, you know, how um, the commentators here in America, at least, were all like, oh, that Robertson one, that's maybe a 50-50. I don't know about that. But that Kane, that Kane tackle was an absolute red 100% of the time. And it's like, it's it's a it's a reverse of that that media speculation where, like, outside of the UK, maybe, they look at the English players as, like, that they're protected by the referees, you know? And that was a lot of the talk. And the reason may, maybe Kane didn't get sent off because he's England's captain, you know, they know him. He's, he's a good guy, whatever. Complete and rubbish, yeah. It is complete rubbish. I, I think so, too. I think that Robinson's challenge was, was 100 times more a red card than Kane's one. I, yeah. I would have understood if they got a red, but I wouldn't put them in the same, in the same bracket. Yeah. But let's go and, on then. To, sorry, go well, on, Terry. One quick thing. For me, another distinguishing thing between, between those two uh, calls is – uh, Royale took the ball off of Robertson, right? And, and yes. um, and, and he and he 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 got him a little bit with his studs, you know, but there was no foul on it. And and that's then immediately afterwards, Robertson. It was a reaction, hit. bad reaction. Yeah, that's, so that's a huge difference. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a huge. Difference. Kane was genuinely trying to get the ball. Yes, and he, he, he and it was a, nice. a hard foul. Yeah. So, all right, let's move on to the other bits of controversy then. I thought the biggest controversy for me was, I mean, you know, Liverpool had a penalty shout uh, in the first half. We definitely had a penalty shout in the second half. Um, but I suppose, you know, that, let's, say, let's agree that they negated each out. You know, they were half shouts and neither got a penalty. Fair enough. But what about that Mo Salah handball? What's going on there, guys? Jam? For the second I goal? I don't know. I mean, I've seen it. They've been called... It wasn't so even reviewed. It's so flimsy. It's so flimsy. On? Apparently, it was. We didn't get a video though, but apparently, our VR reviews over. I mean, it came right after the penalty claim for Andelli Ali. I think that was. Yeah. I mean, that could have been a penalty. I don't know why, but beyond that, like you said, with yeah, Salah's hands on his back, isn't it? I don't I mean, understand, you know, man. When you're running, understand. you're out of balance. Whatever. You and it's not even about the hands. The, the feet. The feet. He tripped him up. This is like got a little clip on him. I think. I don't yeah. know, man. I think that that solid goal should not have stood. I think that was a clear handball. That was the handball every day. Terry, go ahead, Terry. Let me. Let, 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 I want to try to go over it, how that occurred. So that was when Kang Kang got the ball. He's got his back to the goal. He turns. He, ball. He's ball. He kind of gets the ball out from under his feet and, and gets a shot right. And then I think the keeper makes a save. And then that's when it came in and hit Salah's hand. Is that right? Uh, no, the ball, as far as I can see, the, the, uh, um, the ball hit one of our players. It was in the air, crossed over, and sort of Salah tried to head it down, but actually armed it into the path of uh, um, one of their players. Basically, it was, it was a, it, there was a couple of moves after that that led to the goal, but that was, uh, that was a critical yeah, I think this was even before, it was before Lloris even punched it out, before that yeah. little cross came in. Yeah. So it was, it was, like, it was the movement it when the first cross came in. The view is, though, you know, if you ha- have any build-up, I mean, I t- again, typical Spurs. If it, a bit of if it didn't luck. touch his hand, the ball wouldn't have fallen the way it fell, which at no, the end of the exactly. day is, it, it, key, is the rule. So, like, uh, it wasn't intentional, you know, he doesn't... But he they got a bit of luck, ping-pong in, the, in our area again, we seem to get that, they get a bit of luck. When Liverpool get a bit of luck, you must have thought that the game's all over now, right? Especially since we didn't take our chances. Harry Kane had two chances... Uh, just before that, I believe one was a header from about what two feet out, and one before that was a, was a clear cut opportunity again. I think was it almost a, 
Um, an empty net. Thought, oh, he had to take on Allison, and he got beat again. He couldn't beat him. And that could have been two more clear-cut chances that he had. So he missed those. They were at 2-1. What, what were you thinking then, Terry? And take us through what you think, how, how he reacted. At 2-1? Well, at, when, when it was 2-1, I was feeling, of course, very pessimistic. You know what I mean? And I'm just like thinking, okay, you know what I mean? Like, we, we came out energetic. You know, we got a goal. Um, but it's Liverpool. And so, you know, <laughs> what were we expecting? We, we, we thought we were going to lose, you know? And then, uh, you know, I, we got lucky again, you know, on, on the, um, with, with Sonny's goal, the second one, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause that was keeper error. You know what I mean? Yes. And, and, yeah. and um, you, you know, he, he doesn't make a lot of mistakes, not a lot of big, big mistakes. Well, he made so many big saves, didn't he? He made so many big saves, you know, but like he does play up so high. I mean, he really is a sweeper keeper, like in, in the true sense of the word. Like he's he's not afraid to, to to just play the game, like almost on the 18 yard line, practically. You know what I mean? And uh, and he got it all wrong, and we got lucky there. And you know, it's just funny. Like what I'm thinking of right now is um, how much we're talking about the luck that that we had, and 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 how unlucky um, Liverpool was. But but um, because starting this conversation, I was think, thinking. Well, what's going to summarize this game for me was the missed chances. You know, that that really, um, you know, was it. You know, if we if we, if we capitalized on those chances, the scoreline could have been, you know, so different. Maybe it would even have been, you know, 4-2 or 5-2. Or Who knows? But but maybe luck was a bigger component of this game than 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 being unlucky with with mm. our you know finishing. I don't know. But but uh, there, yeah. there are two factors for me that that are really kind of you know, the bigger picture with this game, I think, is is the luck that we got and the fact that we were so bad, you know, when we had our chances. Mm-hmm. All right. Jam, um, what was your take on uh, – um, talk us through the, the, your take after 2-1, Sonny's goal, and um, then after the sending off, I mean, should we have attacked more? Because it seemed like we had more chances before the sending off than afterwards. So yeah, two one. It was um, it gets worrying. You know, you you start to think same old Tottenham is going to happen again. Same thing. We've been here before. We tried so hard. We worked so hard. We put in all the effort, and we're gonna you're gonna drop the points at the end of the day. Um, fortunately, it didn't work out that way. And I think, you know, even though internally I got anxious, the team didn't give me anxiety because they picked themselves up. Their head was up. And it's funny that from all the clear cut chances that we got, we get the flukiest of goals. You know, ninety nine percent of the time, Allison's going to stop that ball getting, uh, you know, he's going to intercept the ball before Song gets it. Um, so it's nice to get some luck. We've needed luck for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the performance in general was excellent. If we can play like that against the, you know, the other teams in the league, we should, we'll win more than we lose. So, um, yeah, yeah go ahead. Good, good point. I was going to say that, um, yeah, we've got maybe a bit of luck. They had luck with the Salah's goal and the handball. Um, we got a bit of luck with the Allison making a clear mistake, but there was no handball involved. So we, I deserve. I think that you know, um, their first goal is all goals. Normally, you can trace back to a, somebody's error on the pitch. So uh, I, I'm not calling that luck. I'm calling that that part and parcel of the intensity of the game. However, what I would say is, on balance, we probably deserve to win this game, didn't we, Terry? I mean, rather than two-two. I mean, I know you're very happy now with the two-two, but. Let's face it, with the chances and stuff, wouldn't you say that Spurs shaved this? Well, I, I mean, 
I, I think almost anybody is going to be happy, you know, coming away with a point off of, off of Liverpool. Um, could we have won the game? Yeah, we could have. Um, I don't think we should be uh, disappointed. You know, I, I think uh, I, I do think this draw is going to uh, give us a lot of momentum against uh, I think we have West Ham coming up on the 22nd in the middle of the week. Right. Um, that's going to give I, this game is going to uh, give us a lot of momentum, I think, and, and, a, and a, a lot of positive energy, um, even though we didn't win it. Yeah. All right. Now, I mean, I, would, I want to just well, go Jeff. touch on that. I think that that context should be instilled in the fact that we should be disappointed. We didn't win this game because this is the big teams that we want to be facing and, and, and competing against in the league. And, and we need to beat those teams to be competitive with them. And we were there. We're at that. We, we, we were at their level today. You know, yes. I know they had a few yes. players out, but so did well, we. And um, yes. we should have won that game. I think I think for the next week Conte is going to be telling them you you should be disappointed about losing that about drawing that as a loss. Well, let's talk. That's what we need to talk about. I know before we wrap this up is obviously Antonio Conte. I mean, this is now becoming more and more Conte's team. One of the things I do like is that we've gone from three point lane to more of fortress via heart lane. I mean, you know, five games now he hasn't lost a game yet. When we did go down two one, I thought, how would Conte take losing his first game so early on? But he doesn't lose. Um, pretty, pretty impressive so far. You know, three wins, two draws, two draws against uh, you know first game, of course, we, against Everton, and then today against Liverpool. Um, and uh, uh, like I say, he would be disappointed that we didn't win this game, and he did set it up so that we could win this game. I mean, what, how would you, how, how can you quantify already that the impact that Conte is having on this team, Terry? Oh, I, I certainly can't quantify it. I mean. But uh, I, you know what I do wonder is if um, Nuno really was not the right fit. And um, <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. I mean, right from the beginning and, and, um, and it was the right uh, change to make, you know, I, 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 I do think so um, to change the manager and, and thank goodness we got who we did. We got Antonio Conte. Um, <clears throat> I mean, quantify it don't ask me but is it is it is it legitimate is it real is 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 he improving the team yeah How, i think you got to say yes the, the the attitude the i the camaraderie the the spirit the desire you know the, the commitment to play for the manager to win for the manager i think that's there before it never ever was mm-hmm. I, I don't think um i don't think the players ever had the confidence of nuno yeah. you know the, yeah, I agree. The club has the aspirations that were beyond the level of Nuno. I, I think, yeah, and I don't, I don't mean that in any kind of bad way. But he wasn't. No, a he champion. was not good enough. No. Yeah, yeah, and and so um, it was a good change, and I think it's it's a real, you know, you can't yeah. dispute the fact that he's making a difference for the team. Yeah, Jam. Uh, back to you. Obviously, you know, one of the things that we've got to say about Conte is he loves his uh, double training sessions. The team look fitter. He's really bought in all these physical fitness coaches. He seems to be putting in, forcing them to, to, to work harder. Tactically, he's probably one of the, probably the most astute manager, one of the best managers in the world, as we know. He's not most, tactically one of the most astutest managers. And we've seen him 
you know, whether it's at Inter, whether it's at Chelsea, whether it's at Juventus. I mean, he knows all at Italy. He knows how to structure team to to be his opposition, and he and he, he seems the most obviously so intensely involved in every kick. What was your, how do you feel? How do you feel now that having seen that Conte, the way that he's changing this team? I mean, like a few weeks ago, when Nuno was still in charge, maybe a couple of months now. But um, there, there were there were moments when we were playing against you know. I don't want to say mean things towards these other teams, but not as good opposition where we couldn't string together passes. Like, I mean, literal simple, simple passes across the pitch to, to someone in the middle who's completely open. The, the ball wouldn't get there. You know, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Like, like are your legs not strong enough or you just don't want to do it. Um, but today we're pinging the ball around t- tight internet and passing against Liverpool. It was like, you know, Liverpool, they've been one of the best teams for the last three seasons. They've been exceptional. The at, yeah. And, and not just at, 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 in football, at the type of football that they play, the counter press, where they attack us high up. And we were, we were playing, we were pinging it around in our defense, working the ball out. It wasn't all forward, knock the ball up, knock it up to Kane, knock it up to Son. It was, it was interplay in, in the midfield and in the defense. And it was, it was, it was phenomenal. It was beautiful football. We played really well today against a really good team. And I think you, I think you summed it up very well there, Jeb. What I would say is, um, and and you made some very good points about about how the team is and uh, and the difference that we see. One of the things that always used to horrify me from Mourinho's time um, onwards, and a little bit of the time with Pochettino, is how we used to crumble in the last twenty minutes or the last forty minutes. We used to be headless chickens. We were just, every team looked like Barcelona. They were just attacking and attacking and attacking and attacking. And we're holding on for their life to a 1-0. And we're holding on to something. I don't know how many games um, Mourinho lost in the last 10 minutes when we were 1-0 up and so got a draw or, 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 or whatever. Never felt, never feels like that again under Conte. We never feel like we're a bunch of headless chickens. We seem composed. Yes, some mistakes. Yes, teams will score. Yes, you know, you're going to concede. I mean, Liverpool are a top, top, top team. They're going to get chances. Everyone's going to get chances. But that constant headless chicken and inability to hold the ball completely and just hand it back and just boot it anywhere and have a attack after attack on you, I don't see that. We see some structure and we see some uh, composure, I would say, in the team, as well as better technical ability. So that, for me, is what, what is what. Right, guys, I mean... Final thoughts on the game, then Terry. What, what, what and going forward, what, 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 what? I mean, happy, I presume, very happy. Um, expecting more, you know. Um, it, really, and it, because we showed, you know, that that we do deserve to be among, you know, the top six. You know, we're fighting for 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 fourth place, and that's where we deserve to be. You know, I, I think we we need to be in that conversation of of, you know, qualifying for Champions League next year. And mm-hmm. I think today's game proved that that we are a legitimate contender for that number four spot. I think um, I'm going to say, you know, not having played in two weeks was a factor in our ability to uh, capitalize on our chances. So um, hopefully uh, those cobwebs will be dusted off, you know, for, for our midweek game. Uh and I, I think we uh, can take a lot of momentum, a lot of positive thoughts and feelings out of this uh, 
this tie with 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 Liverpool and and uh, use it as momentum um, and and get a win end of our next game. Mm-hmm. Jamal, your take then, your final take of the game. How do you feel? What you what 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 what's your views? I'm very optimistic. Very happy with the result. You know, I mean, a big picture. I'm very happy with the result. You're looking at it. You know, for a looking glass, it's a. Uh, I obviously wish we had one, but I think I think this is going to be huge. It's going to be a big stepping point. We got we got some good fixtures coming up. Liverpool, you know, last time we played, we had three matches before Liverpool, and we were like, okay, we we can we can amp up to get to Liverpool to amp ourselves up to get to this stage that we were at today. And, and I think we did it without those matches, you know. So yeah. that's really really exciting. Um, so now we need to go on a run. We need to go on a big run, big winning streak. And you know, this is the time to do it. Christmas, we got so many matches coming up, and hopefully they get played. You know. Mm-hmm. So my take then I'll take let me give you my take. I think the thing is is exciting, very exciting. Conte could do it with those players. If he could get Ndombele to play half as well as he did today, even though I don't think he was still up to the scratch, and get Delhi performing like that, which none of us would have expected, that in itself is a pretty much of a is already a, a miracle worker. Um can you imagine when he brings in one or two signings, what he can do then? If he can do mm-hmm. this with this team. Imagine what he can do when he gets his team out there. That's what I'm really excited about. I want to see Conte. I want to see Conte's eleven out there. I don't think it's really a, our position to say we should sign this person or that person. I think this is the first time I've ever felt that I can completely trust the manager to to know how to win and to do the right thing. And I think today his team selection, his improvement of Davis, of of Winks, of Dyer, even Sanchez, Sessignon, Ndombele. And Delhi, who all were absolute no-hopers, what, three months ago, had to become regular first-team people, means that we as Spurs fans can finally trust the manager to just get on with it and start winning at something. That's my take. Hey, Cam, are you expecting a lot in in the January transfer window? I I think that all he needs is one or two players that will will just move, just whatever he feels he needs to put them in, and get somebody in to help cheer up the the, the 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 midfield. Maybe move somebody on, but he's, he's going to. I mean, the you know, sky's the limit with this guy. I mean, he's, he's a serial winner. He doesn't know how to lose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That 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 is about time that we had it. I mean, we had a great manager in Pochettino, but Pochettino didn't know how to. He wasn't the, the finished product. He couldn't win anything. This guy doesn't know how not to win. I mean, you know, and the one thing that I always thought when we were two 0 down today. Uh, this is uh, uh, Conte won't accept this. This will just not good enough for him. We just won't accept it. This won't happen, you know. And it's been a what? It's like with Pep or, or with Klopp or, 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 or with Ferguson. They just didn't know how to lose, you know. Even the teams are losing. They always found a way to to push, make that last push, whether it's love, whatever you want to call it, to make sure that that team that they get it back. They just do not know how to lose. And it's about time that Spurs had that manager. Let's hope mm-hmm. it takes us forward. Yes, Bye, indeed. guys. Um, I'm going to uh, um, wrap it up now. I think it's been a great chat. Uh, look forward to the next game against West Ham. Uh, what's your prediction for that, Terry? Uh, I'm going to say, uh, you know, we're, I get we get the three points. Um, I'd like to see a clean sheet. Um, Harry Kane gets a goal. Uh, we take the three points, two nothing. Right. Jeb. West Ham's going to be exciting. It's going to be a real good match. Um, I'm, I'm hoping we get better than them. I always do. So um, 3-1, I'm hoping. 
Great. Well, Conte's talking right now. So I'm going to go and rewind that lesson to it. Oh, nice. I'm going to say, I think we need to be, beat them easily. I think then we probably will concede one, maybe, but 2 1 I'm going for. And uh, uh, come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Good, good. Come on, you Spurs. Good uh, result today. Thanks, guys. Good, good talk. Wrap it up. Thanks. Bye. Bye, everyone. You've been listening to the Spurs 9501 podcast. Stay in touch, continue the debate, and let us know what you want to discuss by finding us on YouTube. Tune in after the next match day for more insight. Thanks for listening.